Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Nodobe Gomjali. And I'm Ilas Kosana. Thanks for joining us. In today's episode, we talk about climate change on the African continent, ahead of the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, or COP26, in Scotland. Joining us in this episode is Victor Ongoma, Assistant Professor at the Mohammed VI Polytechnic University in Morocco. And Portia Adade-Williams is a research scientist with the Science and Technology Policy Research Institute of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research in Ghana. They start by taking us through what some of the biggest climate concerns for the different African regions are. Portia. Africa is under significant threats from climate change and increasing emissions from global greenhouse gases are really putting the world on a path towards unacceptable warming, which has serious implications for Africa. So some concerns within the continent um, are the impact of climate on weather patterns, the impact on water supply and quality, the impact on agri and food security, the impact on human health, the impact on vulnerable population and ecosystem. Porsche then picked out a few of these concerns on the continent. They are related to the climate and weather patterns. Africa has seen a decrease in rainfall over large parts of the Sahel and in Southern Africa. There's been an increase in parts of Central Africa. Over the past two decades, we've seen a number of weather-related disasters, including floods and droughts. Mozambique, for example, has experienced disastrous floods affecting a million people. Agriculture, land, water supply and quality have all been affected. Mozambique is a country that depends a lot on water for the economy. So when water levels change, activities related to it like food, water, energy and transport are affected. And then finally to talk about um, agri-chem food security, the serious problem for the continent is its primary dependence on water for agriculture. Drought, heat stress and flooding have led to a reduction in crop yields and livestock productivity. Taking East Africa, for instance, facing worst food crisis in the 21st century. Victor? Maybe to start with, based on the recent report released by the IPCC, you'll notice that there has been increase in temperature across the globe, but specifically, the rate of increase over Africa exceeds the global average, which is a concern to us. Victor went on to say that most parts of Africa have been recording a decrease in precipitation. This is predicted to continue throughout the 21st century. There are regions predicted to have increasing droughts. This is a concern because nearly 95% of economies in Africa are supported by rain-fed agriculture. What is driving the global warming? The main driver is the greenhouse gas effect. Many greenhouse gases occur naturally, but human activity recently is increasing the concentrations of some of them in the atmosphere, particularly carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, and fluorinated gases. So by engaging in activities such as burning fossil fuels, cutting down forests, and farming livestock, humans are increasingly influencing the climate and the Earth's temperature. And this adds huge amounts of greenhouse gases to those naturally occurring, which in effect increases global warming. Studies have shown that carbon dioxide produced by human activities is the largest contributor to global warming. By 2020, its concentration in the atmosphere had risen to 14% above pre-industrial levels. Africa's contribution 
to total greenhouse gas emission is lower than any region, yet it's highly vulnerable to the effects. The common greenhouse gases here are carbon dioxide, we have methane, nitrous oxide, and the chlorofluorocarbons. Most of these gases are emitted by fossil fuels, coal production and transportation, and agricultural activities. So what has been happening is that with the increase in the concentration of greenhouse gases, the temperature tends to increase, not just at a localized level, but across the globe, hence the climate change. Greenhouse gases can stay in the atmosphere for a really long time. As a continent, Africa emits less than 5% of global emissions. So what must be done about the problem? Can you identify some solutions? In recognizing the increasing threats of climate change, many countries came together in 2015 to adopt what is called the Paris Agreement by committing themselves to limiting climate change to well below 2 degrees Celsius. At that time, some 184 countries formally joined the agreement, including almost every African nation. So it's for all nations to stay committed to deliver the Paris Agreement's promise of a fair, equitable, robust response to climate change by reducing greenhouse gas emissions, strengthening climate adaptation and resilience, and to climate change impacts and scaling up finance and supports on climate actions. Porsche went on to say that solutions are really difficult because climate adaptation and mitigation strategies are context specific. Mitigation strategies are mostly based on clean energy. Adaptation strategies include sustainable water management for food production. This includes rainwater harvesting for irrigation, watershed restoration, and providing bulk water infrastructure. Health adaptation strategies include preventing contamination and pollution of water, sanitation and hygiene, and improved health infrastructure. It is also important to put risk management into urban planning. The city sector also has strategies such as integrating risk management into urban planning, strong coordination of climate change adaptation and flood risk management at the city level. These initiatives are moving in the right direction with actions to prevent natural forests, restore wetlands and promote sustainable practices among others. There are recorded adaptation strategies and actions that are empirically observed within studies done in Africa. There is a need for immediate action, not just adaptation, but mitigation measures as well. The Paris Agreement stipulates a clear pathway in how to address climate change, with Article 9 talking about the financing, where developed countries are supposed to support developing countries in implementing climate-friendly initiatives. Victor went on to say that financing has been happening, but there's more to be done. Africa as a continent will need more than 3 trillion US dollars to support climate change adaptation and mitigation. This calls for everyone's involvement, especially developed countries, to avoid some of the observed impacts of climate change. What is the way forward? So while the international agreements like Paris agreements limits the drivers of future climate change, Africa has to take measures to adapt to likely future climate challenges. We need to act fast to have any chance of keeping below the policy targets of two degrees. On the continental scale, many are food insecure. A large proportion have no access to clean water or effective health care. 
Porsche says the continent needs to explore the links between social and economic developments. It must look at climate risk and future climate change and how those will interact with development planning. Climate change has a lot of negative impacts and some of them are being witnessed today. As a way forward, we need to adapt to what we have observed so far and put in place mitigation measures against climate change to avert what's likely to happen in future. Some of the initiatives that can be taken include public awareness, where each and everyone should be made aware of the role they play, both in contributing to climate change and what they can do to adapt to it. Governments can invest more in climate services. Records show that the intensity and frequency of extreme events will increase. Having timely and reliable weather forecasts can help to minimize destruction of property and loss of lives. Climate-smart agriculture that enhances food security and minimizes emissions of greenhouse gases can be pushed. Agreements such as the Paris Agreement remain in place and stipulate a clear way forward of how developed and developing countries can work together to adapt to and mitigate climate change. As we approach the COP26, it's the duty of African leaders to present their needs so as to get the required both financial and non-financial support that will be put in place to both adapt and mitigate climate change. African countries must adapt to climate change, but it is hugely important for all nations to play a role. Countries must stick to promises they made on the Paris Agreement to offer fair, equitable, and robust response to climate change. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Pasha, produced by Oziar Patel. From me, Ndobe Gomjali. And me, Inas Kosana. Bye for now.